Recently, Bookmark stopped by the Catholic Marketing Network and got a chance to catch up with various authors in attendance. We hope you enjoy this interview. And now stopping by, here our Bookmark booth at the CMN in Birmingham is author Susan Joy Bellavance. Welcome to uh, Bookmark's first time we got to talk. You've got an interesting background and several different books. Uh, one of the most interesting things in, in understanding you as, as an author is one time you were a, a sister, right? Yes, I was, I was um, seeking a voc I was testing a vocation with the Missionaries of Charity uh, happily during the time when Mother was there. So I got to spend a lot of time with her and um, when she would visit our, our home in New York and, and in Rome. Okay. And um, also she got to, she presented us on our clothing day to the wow. John Paul. So, so let me ask you, what, what about your experience with them has impacted your work as an author? Love of the Blessed Sacrament, love of the church. Um, she, people have like a religiosity, mother had fire. And her love was, it, it came in the Eucharist to her, and then when she went out to you, you were Christ. Mm -hmm. But this intimacy between the Blessed Sacrament and the person, and how does that form me in my faith? I've always been Catholic since I was born. I've never missed Mass in my life. Um, but the, there was a fire set there. Mm -hmm. And then for me, my desire is to take that fire in my soul and put it on the words and make it go into a kid's heart. So my books aren't like churchy catechetical. They're more like, if I can make you cry, you know, in right. uh, King of the Shattered Glass, for example, it, people read it and they start crying. Because when you show mercy, mm -hmm. mercy makes you cry. And um, right. so I think my, a lot of my stories are always going back to the theme right. of mercy. Where did you get into the idea of writing? Was that something you were always interested in, or how did it come yes, to you? Yes, I, um, when I was a little kid, when, when I was a little kid, I think about 11 or 12, I remember in second grade, the, my second grade teacher uh, told me this poem was really nice, and I, that went into my heart. Mm. But it's something that, uh, right along, but when I got around junior high, I got more interested in it. And um, J.R.R. Tolkien came what? into my life when I was in sixth grade, and it was all over. So why, why the decision to focus on more children's books? I think that children um, are, you can take a treasure, put it in their heart, they'll forget about it. But when they're old, mm -hmm. it'll come back. So my job is buried treasure. I'm here to bury a treasure. I'm here to make you have an emotion. I'm here to make you have an intensity about something that for 50 years, you're going to forget it. But when you're 72 and you have that cancer, right. you're going to go, oh. Right. Or even like what that teacher did for you by simply putting on your heart the idea that something you wrote was powerful. Yeah. And that you connected back to that. Yeah. So in the, in the, you, you alluded to one of the books, King of the Shattered Glass. What's that about? King of the Shattered Glass is set in medieval times when glass was the technology of the day. And so the, it was very precious. And if you had glass, you were very important. And uh, little uh, Marguerite is, um, has a bad temper, and she's constantly breaking the king's glass. You have to bring the pieces to the king. Oh. Everyone else buries it, which is adults in confession. They right. bury it. But the little kid brings it. And every time she brings, brings it, he forgives her. And in the end, all the broken glass, he makes a stained glass window of him adopting her. Mm -hmm. 
and putting a crown on her head, and uh, she becomes his because of her always bringing her, uh, right. her glass to him. So it, what it does is it helps kids. The story's fun to read. Right. The parents always cry. The the kids are getting ready for confession, and it's an it's a difficult concept for them. But when they see Marguerite and see what she's doing, and then they see the tenderness of the king, right. it's moving and it makes it it disarms the sacrament for them. So it's I think it's an important work right. in that. Right, that, it's a very interesting concept. Also, another book: Will you come to mass? Well. A lot of people are answering no these days, especially right. post-pandemic. Right. So the reason why I wrote that book, and that book is you read it to your four-year-old. That book is grandmother's revenge. So what happens is <laughs> the grandma wants daughter to bring grandchild to mass. They're not. So she reads that to the little kid. And it's all the reasons why people, it's cute, it rhymes, mm -hmm. it's about animals. And the, uh, the raccoons are too busy with their video games. Elephant can't remember. The sloth, he's too tired in the morning. So but the little lamb mm -hmm. says, just take me there. And you go in, and you open the doors and say, can you find the little lamb? Well, if you look in the front, the good shepherd's got the lamb right here. Mm -hmm. And then the, then the statue comes to life. And, and, it, and it says, I love you, Jesus. And, um, and then he says to everyone who didn't go, let's, now let's play. Mm -hmm. so, it helps the little one want to go to mass. And right. um, when mom reads that, mom's going to be really <laughs> affected by it. My, my whole, I write books to afflict parents. Right. Afflict <laughs> so, their consciences. Afflict their consciences. They think they're reading it to their kids, but I'm really, right. it's a great way to evangelize the generation that got lost. Right. So when they're reading it to their kid, it affects them. And, like a Catholic H.L. Mencken there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Light of Christmas Morning, here's another kids Sweet. book. So what about this book? Sweet. It's to show a family what to do on Christmas morning to keep Christmas Christmas. No, it takes you five minutes. No money involved. I wrote it kind of like Elf on the Shelf. I, I can't, I, let's do Jesus. So in the morning, our family tradition is uh, the night before, Jesus goes by someone's bedside. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows who. And in the morning, you look on your bed. First thing on Christmas morning, everyone looks on the side of their bed and say, is, is he there? Whoever has him takes him to mom. Everyone else goes. We all get candles and we sing him to the Christmas tree. Really? And then we put him on the table by Our Lady's statue in the Advent wreath. And, and we say, Jesus, you are, we are, uh, we're asking you to be the king of this. So home. where did this, this little ritual come from? You? Adoration mm -hmm. of the Blessed Sacrament. Right. Yeah, is that where you so, get your ideas from? Yes. Okay. And so, and so what it is, is it's this honoring of Christ into your home. Mm -hmm. We sing, we all cry. We're singing through the house mm -hmm. in our pajamas, you know, on the way. And, and it, you're the first gift of Christmas. Now we're going to open our other gifts. Mm -hmm. But you know, no one is like looking at the tree. Right. They're, they're having a moment mm -hmm. that takes five minutes that makes all of Christmas change right. for them. Gives you a new perspective. Yes, yeah. and simple new and context. free. and. Right. And uh, because it's true and it's simple, right. and any mother and any mother or any family can do it without changing anything it takes just a few minutes. But I'm telling you, your kids that next Christmas they'll be looking around their bedside, right. who's got them? Right. Oh, that's a neat idea. Also, the most wonderful rain. This one looks a little bit different. That that is just put out by Covenant Press um, this week. It is based on a true story. Um, I, I wrote it with my friend Nermeen Kuzam Arubin. It's about her work in Tanzania. 
and um, she was moved by her consecration to Our Lady mm -hmm. to do this work of mercy. And she goes, she raises funds here, and her bishop sponsored a, one of the wells over mm -hmm. there, Bishop Parks. And uh, she goes to Tanzania. There, um, there's several um, NGOs that are Israeli. Mm -hmm. So she works with the Israelis. They dig the well. Uh, it's um, solar, mm -hmm. solar wells. And then there's another group that does the irrigation. Then the Salesian Fathers mm -hmm. have uh, uh, Don Bosco uh, Technical Colleges. Um, and they use them to mm -hmm. do agribusiness. So she takes a, a, a village that is destitute, and I mean destitute, right. and she turns them into entrepreneurs. Right. She doesn't have to put a well, okay, you guys got water, we're good. Right. She makes sure you do the well, you do the crops, and you get the academics. True and sustainability, you become, right? Absolutely, and she's a CEO from, from uh, building hospitals and stuff right. in Florida. She's originally, she's Egyptian. Mm. Uh, she calls herself, she is African because Africa is part of, yeah. uh, Egypt is part of that. But um, she has saved like 50,000 lives. Wow. And uh, so you should make your consecration to Our Lady and see, see what she has you see, doing. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> what about another book in the works? The most important, the, the one that I'm working on now, oh, there, first of all, OSV is putting out um, In My Mother's Womb, mm. which is a 40 week beautiful, uh, Dan Andreessen, who did uh, American Girl, mm. um, the art for mm. those books, uh, he did the artwork, and every page has a baby diary. Baby's funny, speaks mm. for himself, speaks of his own development, and then the uh, scripture that goes with it to confirm it. And then there's a little embryology mm -hmm. swatch on that page. But on this page, there's 40 pictures that Dan Andreessen, art, beautiful art, professional art, uh, that interpret what the baby said. So when the baby now has hearing, there's you know there's music and a piano and a dog and a thing. So a little kid can enjoy it. A pregnant mother can enjoy it. A gospel scripture person can right. enjoy it. It goes across uh, denominational lines and it is stunning. And we need it now. Right? Yes, we need it now. It comes out in October. Okay. So it's going to touch people on all different levels. Right. And then the one that I'm so keen on right now is when Jesus speaks. It's right. uh, and I'm um, I, I don't know when I'm my my goal is that it comes out in December, uh, and it's about the Blessed Sacrament and the priesthood. Right. Well, maybe you'll stop by when when those come out as well. So uh, Susan Joy, Bellowance, boy, you keep busy. Yes. All right. <laughs> keep up you. the good work and have a good show. To get a copy of the materials mentioned on this episode of EWTN Bookmark, log on to our web store, EWTNRC.com, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, or call 1-800-854-6316.